What's going on, everybody? 205 Live Recap. Uh, it's a real good show. I enjoyed it a lot. And we uh, continued the tournament uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania. And uh, the night's events, or the night's matches, saw Umberto Carrillo taking on Oni Lurkin from NXT. And we also got to see uh, Akira Tozawa taking on uh, Cedric Alexander. We know they were both Cruiserweight champions. So they, um, I was pretty sure they was going to end up having a banger. So we uh, started out, of course, General Manager Drake Maverick, you know, gave us the itinerary and the rundown. And we got into the Umberto Carrillo match. We uh, saw some highlights from both superstars. And, man, it was actually a really good match. Uh, Fast-paced, high-octane. Only Lurkin wanted to show and prove that he is just as capable as all of the other 205 superstars. And Umberto has truly, uh, like, he's good at taking a move. And he's his offense isn't truly strike based but that's all right because it is uh his defense and his athleticism in itself can cover for that while he continues to hone that so i really enjoyed the match only lurkin end up picking up the victory handing him um handing carrillo what i believe would be his first real loss you know getting pinned but they had a great match and take nothing away from umberto carrillo but I'm definitely interested to see uh, how how much uh, how much Oni Lorcan is going to be able to offer to the 205 roster while he's over on this side. Uh, moving forward, we had a backstage segment between uh, the Canellis family and the general manager Drake Maverick, which saw. Uh, uh, you know, Mike Canellis under the assumption, just like we thought last week, that he was in, well, he would have a tournament match. But, no, that is not the case. He's going to have a matchup against local competition. And, you know, he wasn't feeling it. But, boy, oh, boy, did he go out there and, you know, completely destroy him. They they said he was uh, letting off some pent-up aggression and frustration. I could agree with that, you know. And... I want to see I want to see him do more, you know. I don't know like right now if it's looking like, you know, this is just the way his character is set up then you know, it, I don't want to say it is what it is, you know, because we know they're sensitive about that stuff, but I think he's a great competitor and you know, with some time, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a a definite growth in how the WWE universe feels about him. I think he's cool though. So uh yeah, he went out there. He beat that guy up. It was bad. Uh, the, the ending of the match was... Well, it wasn't really an ending to the match. The match never really got started. He completely beat him up. Ring, the bell never rung, so well, the referee never rang the bell. So it was just a complete squash, a beat down. Hope you're happy now. Thanks for coming. But, you know, he's... He, like I said, he's sensitive. So it's... Uh, we're going to see how things continue to roll. I think general manager said that... Uh, he doesn't have the best win-loss streak, so this is why he wasn't uh, chosen. I know he had to have been considered, but wasn't selected to be in uh, the Cruiserweight ch- tournament. So, 
that happened, we had a backstage uh, segment from, well, not segment, but a, you know, vignette, a video, selfie, selfie promo from Tony Nese, you know, just saying, be ready for him, and he's definitely got his foot in now, so he's good to go, and I'm, you know, real hype about that, can't wait to see what he does next time in the ring, and um, we got into the match with Cedric Alexander taking on Akira Tozawa, now the, the backstage promos between the two. Wasn't really much on Akira Tozawa's side, but Cedric was, uh, you know, uh, talking about how to fit. some people feel that, you know, he can't win the big one, can't beat Buddy Murphy. And, you know, for right now, that may be, that may be true, you know, but uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest of this tournament shapes out. My, my hope is to see uh, Cedric Alexander and Tony Nese go at it with more of this attached to their character. I would like, I mean, I think we're waiting right now with uh, just how 205 storylines progress. Wait, I'm sorry. Let's rewind back to the Carrillo-Lorkin match. So funny because we had the submission commission backstage with his shirts. On, well, yeah, they had his face on his shirt. They was pulling for him. A couple of the half offense, high risk maneuvers off of the top is the reason why. Uh, he took the L there and they didn't, you know, they just had a comical moment and covering up the shirts and closing them and, you know, being disappointed. So, uh, you know, you can see how storylines are beginning to formulate, but at the same exact time, we're not really getting anything crazy, crazy. And this is why we're not really seeing, uh, the superstars grow right now in the way that we would like to see them grow. Of course, we know that the stories are told in the ring. We know that. I recognize that. I've learned that throughout watching from week to week, you know, and coming back with my feels and opinion on it, you know, here. But, you know, there isn't any, like, back when, uh, you know, say, uh, Noam Dar and Alicia Fox with Cedric Alexander, they, that was a crazy storyline. Nia Jax and, uh, Who's not here? What I don't even want to call him out because I don't feel like speaking his name. But yeah, like these guys, these were storylines that were sort of being inserted into the product to make it more interesting. And you know, it's I think right now we're still in the trial run, so in time, maybe after Mania, I don't know, but this is just a feel I get. Maybe after Mania, the the storylines will become just that a little bit more uh in tune with what's going on on the product to make it that much more interesting because we see that these guys are whew, they are wailing on each other with no remorse for real it's it's really awesome to see these guys put themselves at risk like that like that's the only way i could call it but um we uh, had the Tozawa match and, well, taking on Cedric Alexander. And, you know, it was a very, very hard-hitting match after a while. It started out seemingly slow, but all in all, after everything started to pick up, both superstars left everything in the ring. And you could see that. The story that I saw being told was... Uh, Cedric Alexander having the power game over uh, Akira Tozawa, but Tozawa was able to be, uh, how can we say, uh, wise enough to reverse out of 
those moves that Cedric had going. The obvious is Cedric trying to go for the Lombard check and not being able to quite get it because Akira Tozawa being resourceful in the ring and just being fidgety enough to wriggle out of the the hold going into the Lombard check. You know, it was... Uh, it was awesome. It was good to see that Akira Tozawa was made to look very strong. And Cedric Alexander is, uh, in so many tenses, a staple of the cruiserweight division in WWE. So, uh, you know, it's it was a good match. Cedric in, eventually was able to get Tozawa off of the top ropes. This was, a, this was where the story was really told from the beginning. Because you would call it Rest Hold City, but he was really just trying to hold on to his midsection. And he succeeded at that a lot of times. A couple of times, Cedric almost tapped out, you know, to uh, the octopus stretch or the octopus hold. You know, Akira Dezawa had locked it in fully at a time, but Cedric was able to uh, maneuver out of it and go for a roll up. Big moments with back elbow from Cedric knocked out Tozawa's mouthpiece. Like, wow, we <laughs> man, that was it was a thing of beauty. So Tozawa looks very strong, and Cedric moves on to the next round of the cruiserweight tournament, taking on Oni Lorkin next week, and we're gonna have, I believe, Drew Gulag versus Tony Nese in a rematch from last year. So. That I believe Drew Gulak was able to pick up the victory in. Right now, Tony Nese has a little bit more momentum on his side. So I would like to see uh, just how much, you know, we're going to be able to see from these guys in the uh, coming weeks. The tournament is exciting. That's 205 Live. is a short episode, but at the same time, a very enjoyable episode had some noise in the background so i couldn't really cover all of it but uh thankfully it was only an hour so i could recall i could recall most of it you know either way with all of that being said and shared part of that this is blake y'all can tell i'm on the road and uh things are getting a little crazy out here right now it's not too bad though so, I will catch you guys next time. What's that? Monday Night Raw. So, I'll see you Tuesday for the recap and review. Peace.